Welcome to the Comedy Reset Spotlight. This is the place to be if you want to hear from some of the most innovative and exciting comedy creators from around the globe. On this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of guests who are pushing the boundaries of what comedy can be. If you're looking for fresh perspectives and new ideas, this is the podcast for you. Episode 22, Effort of Pennsylvania Comedian, Pete Blumenthal. When did you first start doing stand-up comedy? I started stand-up comedy when I was challenged by Tony Melendez uh, to take up the stand-up university uh, course given by Rich Peter and Steve. Uh, It was the greatest experience of my life, and that was back in October of 2018. My first page uh, show was in January the following year. What made you want? to become a stand-up comedian. Purely on a challenge is why I uh, ventured into this beautiful thing called stand-up comedy. Thank you, Tony Melendez. Who were some of your influences? 30-some-odd years ago, I saw, my wife and I saw Jackie Martling at Governor's, and we sat front row center, and uh, we got spit on with a butt of his jokes, and... uh, had the time of our lives. In fact, Jackie was so cordial, uh, he felt so bad after accidentally spitting on us that uh, he gave us some T-shirts, lots of lots of uh, uh, souvenirs, and what I still use to stay, which I value, is my eight-track tape of his performances that I still use in my uh, player. Wink, wink. I also uh, uh, loved. Uh, Robin Williams, naturally George Carlin, and I'll never forget Rich Walker, Peter Bales, and Steve Lazarus, and of course you, Rob. Thank you. What was your first time on stage like? My first time up on the stage was the scariest thing I ever did in my life. Uh, I didn't know I was going when I was going until like a minute or two before the show started at uh, the Brokerage Comedy. And they started to play the music. Let's get it started. And then they told me I'd be following uh, Peter Bales. Uh, well, uh, that was the beginning of a wonderful uh, uh, hobby that I that, that I brought up. Love it. What's your favorite joke? My favorite joke is probably a callback to my initial uh, joke, uh, which was kind of based on uh, my former employer on Long Island. And uh, my wife and I uh, get done having sex, and she looked up at me and she said, Hey, Pete, can't you do any better? What's the worst heckler experience you've ever had? I've yet to be heckled, uh, but I haven't done it much. All I can say is my heart went out to uh, someone who was pretty new at the time, and uh, she was heckled uh, at Governor's. And uh, I just felt bad because uh, you, you you know you're out there you got your pants down and stuff and it it wasn't it wasn't too nice and she, she you know I, she felt so bad after the show I, I just my heart went out to her then I saw uh, a headliner out in uh, Bo, uh, McGuire's in Bohemia and she was playing the room 
nicely and she was going around and this one kid said, I don't think you're any very funny. And I, again, my heart felt went out to her. Uh, and she turned around, she looked at her watch and then she turned back and looked at him and he says, he started cursing him out and went off and it, it just like threw her completely off guard. And I felt bad. And when, when I, when I met her after the show, I just shook her hand. And I says, listen, God bless you. You, you, you. It's a good thing. What's the best gig you've ever had? Best gig I ever had was actually my first paid show at Governor's in January of 2019. Uh, a lot of people came to see me and they were sitting front and center and I was scared. And I also went pretty early on that show. Uh, well, all I can say is that I didn't bomb. I was scared poop. I, I, I kind of like examined my first show at the, the brokerage when I went too fast and was too nervous. And, uh, I, I heard some real giggling in the audience and that was the drug. And that was like that, that was the hook. Uh, that first paid show and uh, made me love it. And I sure miss it. What's the worst gig you've ever had? Honestly, my, my graduation from strand up university in October of 2018 uh, was probably the worst gig I have had, but it was also the best. I just was so nervous. I went too fast and I kind of used it to, to do, to do better uh, subsequently. Again, n- nobody's perfect. Uh, believe me. I, I I, I've had jokes that, that didn't go over well and I just like rolled over. It didn't, I didn't let it get me down. Uh, I just try, I like trying different things and I I don't like to, I'll do the same joke, the keepers they say. Uh, but, uh, I like to change up a little bit here and there. Uh, but again, I haven't done it much. It's not for me to say, but it's just the best and the worst was my first, uh, graduation gig at, uh, uh, brokerage in Belmore. How do you deal with stage fright? How I deal with stage fright is by the time I get on stage, uh, the, my jokes are not funny to me. I practice them, uh, reading in, into my cell phone, watching the times to try to get it down to a certain time with like five, six, seven minutes, eight minutes. Uh, and then I play it back and I play, but that's, how I deal with it because I am so fearful of the bomb, which I know uh, I've been told many times that to embrace the bomb and it's part of, it's, it's part of the uh, education, education, so to speak. Uh, so uh, I, I, I still haven't bombed. I don't think. Uh, and uh, I, I'm not as, I'm not as scared as I was the first few times. What was the most unexpected response you've ever gotten to one of your jokes? The most unexpected response was when I started out and I had some friends sitting uh, off the front of the stage and I heard one of them cackling at la- of laughter. <laughs> and she was like cackling. I was like, it's just like uh, I didn't realize that it was that funny. And that's the drug uh, that gets people, uh, to continue with this wonderful craft. Um, and it's in someone hollering in the background, go Pete on, on another show. One of my friends, uh, my best friend's son. And, uh, that's just like, that was just like the hook. Those kind of reactions kind of hooked me into this, this great craft. How do you prepare for a show? 
my preparation for a spot is purely I might uh, uh, go through my routine a hundred times into my cell phone at at minimum. Um, and then I check, I'm looking at the times. Um, that is how I prepare. I'm not too big. I understand the, 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 the importance of the open mics to get used to holding the microphone and, and delivering. But the, the thing that got me was the, um, the lack of response from, uh, other comedians because they were basically the only ones there other than the bartenders and maybe a couple of stragglers. And they, they don't give a hoot about, about your stuff. Uh, they, uh, they were, they were, they were practicing theirs. So there's actually, absolutely like no response. It's almost like doing a zoom, a zoom show. What's the best advice you've ever been given about stand up comedy? I'd say the best advice about stand up comedy is simply to have fun. Um, at first for me, it was, it wasn't fun until I heard the audience response again, because I practice ad nauseum on my cell phone. Uh, it really wasn't funny, but when you go up there and, 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 uh, you, you hear the, the laughter and whatever, and, 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 and the, 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 the clapping and the, 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 the cackling from some of your jokes, that's the thing. And, and it's all about having fun. What's the worst advice you've ever been given about stand-up comedy? I can't say I've gotten any so-called worst advice about giving about stand-up comedy uh, because you take the good, you take the bad, and what have you. Uh, I guess I could say the worst advice or the best advice, I think, would be mm-hmm. kind of like have fun. Uh, the worst advice would be someone saying you can make money because – you got to love it. You got to put a lot of effort into it. And these people that run around and, and break their butts, uh, going to going all over the place to try to chase a dream. Uh, God bless them. Uh, that takes a lot of, a, a lot of hard work, a, a lot of, a lot of, uh, dedication and, uh, my hat's off. So I, I've never say I've gotten worse advice because the, the community of the comedians, it's so goddamn supportive, and I've never seen anything like it. And that's why my education <laughs> at Stand Up University, the six, seven, eight weeks, what have you, uh, I value that more than my four-year education at the Land of Tuition, Hofstra University. What would you say is the biggest misconception about stand-up comedy? The biggest misconception, I would say, is that the – People think it's easy. People think, oh, I can go up. I can do it. And I'm funny. But the thing is, get it. When you get up there, you, you, you almost like you're standing up in your birthday suit. And by golly, uh, it, it, if people, if, if I've seen people and I, yeah, there are, uh, there's a bad joke here and there that don't go over well. But anybody who thinks that's easy, I challenge them to do it. You go do it. My, my son tells me, ah, hey, you're not funny, dad. I said, why don't you go do stand-up comedy, dude? What do you believe is the key to success in stand-up comedy? The key to success in stand-up comedy that I see is probably practice, 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 which I'm sure everybody says. But when you start out in it, and again, it's very supportive, and then 
uh, Rich Walker and uh, Peter Bales and would say, you know, use you use a little uh, a little index card and put keywords on this. So you could take a peek down on the, on, on the chair that's sitting under the water, and that is the key. Uh, I, I believe. I mean, it, it, there's the keywords that that help you remember a joke because it's hard to memorize. I'm not a, a George Carlin. I'm not a, a, a Robin Williams or a Jackie Martling or a Rich Walker or, or a Rob or anything that that can do it off the top of my head because it's memorized or or Carrie Caravis. These people are brilliant and. It's a matter of practice, 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 and that that little index card on this chair is priceless help. What do you think is the biggest obstacle that stand-up comedians face? I imagine from the outside looking in, uh, the biggest obstacle that stand-up comedians face is the competition for stage time and the running around um, and how labor-intensive, how, how money-intensive it is. And time intensive it is for, for comedians, uh, like a Steve Perillo and, uh, uh, Jeff Bosey and, uh, Rob and Pete, uh, Peter Bales and, uh, Rich Walker. Uh, it, 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 you got the people that are working hard, uh, to chase a dream. And then you got the people that, uh, that are so good at what they do. And uh, I would imagine thinking that you can make a living or a good living. It's so hard. There's, there's just so much competition. But um, I got to say, my hat's off to all the guys and girls working out there and breaking their asses, trying to chase their dreams. There's nothing wrong with that. What do you think sets stand-up comedy apart from other forms of comedy? I think stand-up comedy is different from other forms of comedy is because, the you know, like you have – uh, comedy shows where you have uh, the, the wealth of the uh, uh, pursuit of laughter is spread amongst multiple people. Stand-up comedy, you're one person. You're out there. You're standing naked, and you live and die by the joke. And that's the that's that's what's so great about stand-up comedy. It's just like uh, if you if you can do that, you can do anything. What are the benefits of stand-up comedy? I'd say the benefit of stand-up comedy to me, and I can only speak for me, is that the, some, the, the, the little bit of success that I had, and I hope to maybe have again out here in Pennsylvania, uh, is it'll, it gave me the courage to change my life. It gave me the courage to pick up and, get out of my comfort zone and of my whole life in Long Island. And I went out and bought a house just on, 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 a, on a, for the hell of it here in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. And if I didn't do stand up comedy and I tell this to people that I sell to who are also my Guinea pigs, if I didn't do stand up comedies, I wouldn't be living in Pennsylvania. So I owe a great deal to the stand up university and Rob and Mike Dillon and, all these wonderful people who uh, just, you know, giving me the opportunity to better my life. And I'll always love all you people. What's the most important thing for a stand-up comedian to remember? 
the whole most important thing for a stand up comedian to remember is I would say just just enjoy it, have fun, and um, look out at the audience and uh, try to pick on people that you could focus on that are really enjoying it. Uh, I haven't been doing it long enough to, to learn to play with the crowd, uh, although you know that comes with experience with time. But uh, my feeling is, you know, just like get into it, dig into it, and and just have fun while you're doing it. What do you think are the best techniques for dealing with hecklers? Again, I've I have I've seen hecklers at shows. I'm I haven't had the misfortune of dealing with hecklers, but my my feeling would be, don't let them get you off 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 script. Don't let them get you off off. Base just uh, you might want to say ha 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 or something like that or like whatever it is just roll with it get through it and don't let them ruin your set. What do you think are the biggest mistakes that stand up comedians make? I'd say the biggest mistake a comedian would make would be probably letting the heckler ruin the show. Number one and two. Probably uh, too much blue humor, too much cursing and whatever. You know, uh, I have one keeper that has, uh, it's a, a rather, it's so cute. And it, I, I would I would actually almost do it here in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. I might be a little careful with the Amish or Mennonites if they were to come to see it because he can't curse in front of them. But by golly, I'd, I'd almost have to make, to use this one thing, the, the, the F word, um, uh, the F and the A, uh, but I would I the cursing the too much cursing it it, it it gets old fast. What is the best way to learn stand up comedy? I say the best way to learn stand up comedy is is a, uh, take a course by Rob Chaffee, uh, my three genius friends at uh, Stand Up University, University, Rich, Peter, and Steve. Uh, that's the whole thing because these these guys are so good at what they do. Uh, they're brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant, and uh, they will set you off for success. And and they will. I mean, uh, the passion that they have, uh, the effort. I mean, th- 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 they'll stick with you, and they'll make sure you'll succeed, uh, uh, whether you know it or not. You're working hard, but these fe- these fellas and the ladies and that 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 offer the the workshops and whatnot, they're priceless and, and, and you gotta tip your cap and, and love these people. What do you think is the best way to improve as a stand up comedian? I'd say the best way to improve as a stand up comedian is probably just getting out there and you know, as much as possible and uh, learn from your mistakes. Okay. Learn from the, the and just don't let them kill you. Uh, uh, my brother taught me, uh, options trading and, uh, I'd learned from mistakes. I'd learned from $7,000 mistakes, $10,000 mistakes, and I never made them again. So, uh, practice, 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 practice. And, uh, you'll, you'll learn from your mistakes and don't let your mistakes kill your dreams. What has stand up comedy taught you about yourself? Stand up comedy has helped me dig deep and kind of come out of my shell. I used to be a shy kid when I was going to right through, right through 
college and still until I uh, was the first, uh, uh, I was probably the only Jewish bartender working at a uh, raunchy gin mill in uh, North Belmore, a place called Redheads, back when I met my beautiful wife. Um, I kind of came out of my shell. And comedy, uh, kind of comedy is like life. It, it, it teaches you. It, it, it's, it's a magnificent, magnificent opportunity to find out who you are. And by golly, as I said earlier, um, it gave me the courage to drop a third of a million dollars in cash and make a move. What motivates you to keep performing stand up comedy? Shame on me for not. Uh, doing stand-up out here in Pennsylvania. I got lots of ideas, um, and, and I want to have fun again. If I have to go a little, a little distance, I'm not worried about that. They have, uh, a, a place in Bucks County that I saw Maureen Langdon. She was trying out some new stuff. Um, and then she, she took feedback. She's a, she's just a, a wonderful, wonderful, uh, nice person and a good person. And we, I'll never forget. She, you know, when she asked for feedback, and she would say, "Oh, tried and true, tried and true." When I, when I, uh, when when we spoke about uh, her keepers, her regular stuff. But what a wonderful human being! And um, uh, I, 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 there's so much because comedy in Long Island is d- different than comedy here in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. And uh, uh, I have enough mater- new material with a little bit of, of keepers thrown in there that I think I could do a set out here. What advice would you give to someone who's thinking about doing stand-up comedy? As far as someone thinking about doing stand-up comedy, I'd say give it a shot. Take a, take a, um, take a course, uh, take a, a, take a workshop. Um, and then you could decide if it's for you or not. Uh, it's not for everybody. It's it's not easy. It is not easy stuff. But uh, just take a course first, and they will probably plant the seeds and help you do something that probably is uh, going to be the best thing you ever did in your life. I've been your host, Rob Chaffee. Don't forget to laugh today. It's good for you. Comedy Reset Spotlight is a podcast that brings you today's freshest and funniest comedy creators. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to hear more.